0: Hi there welcome back. This will be from Micah chapter 6. Micah presents in chapters six and seven the Lord's case against Israel in an indisputable fashion and illustrates the effect the punishment will have on Israel. It will strip her of pride and cause her to rely on the Lord. Chapter six is a lawsuit speech verse one so you can you can tell from the context then that what the what the purpose of this is is like being in a courtroom. Hear ye now what the Lord saith. Arise, contend thou before the mountains, and let the hills hear thy voice. Hear ye, O mountains, the Lord's controversy, and ye strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord hath a controversy with his people, and he will plead with Israel. All are summoned to the trial. O my people, what have I done unto thee? And wherein have I wearied thee? Testify against me. The Lord is not at fault for their punishment, for I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed thee out of the house of servants, and I sent before thee Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. This was to show that the Lord had done his part of the covenant. O my people, remember now what Balak king of Moab consulted, and what Balaam the son of Beor answered him from Shittim unto Gilgal, that ye may know the righteousness of the Lord. Back in Numbers, chapter twenty-two, it reads: And Balak the son of Zippor saw that all Israel, all that Israel had done to the Amorites and Moab, was sore afraid of the people because they were many, and Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that are round about us, as the ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was king of the Moabites at that time. He sent messengers, therefore, unto Balaam, the son of Beor, to Pethor, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me, this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail, that he, that we may smite them, and that I may drive them out of the land, for I wot that... He whom thou blessest is blessed, and he whom thou cursest is cursed. Remember, that was Balaam, the prophet Balaam, that uh, was being asked to curse Israel, and he couldn't do it. Verse 6, Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high king? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings and with calves of a year old? He is asking Israel what the true method of worshiping is. Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? The Lord does not want sacrifices. He wants our hearts. Sacrifices in and of themselves don't wash away sins. Repentance does. Verse eight, He hath showed me hath, he hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. Keep the commandments, notwithstanding the crime and punishment, God would show his people how to be just and how and also how to be merciful. Maybe the Lord <clears throat> Maybe the name of Micah fits here. Remember his name means who is like Jehovah, for greatness and mercy and compassion. We're supposed to be like that. Verse 9, The Lord's voice crieth unto the city, and the man of wisdom shall see thy name. Hear, the, hear ye the rod, and who hath appointed it? The prophet, the voice of the Lord, calls out to Jerusalem, and the wise man will realize that the prophet does so in the Lord's name, and therefore bears his authority. The rod is a tool of gentle guidance as well as judgment and punishment. Verse 10, And there yet are there yet the treasures of wickedness in the house of the wicked, and the scant measure that is abominable shall i count them pure with the wicked balance and with the bag of deceitful weights or dishonesty in business dealings is strictly prohibited by the law for the rich men thereof are full of violence and the inhabitants thereof have spoken lies and the tongue is deceitful in their mouth micah lists israel's sins therefore also will i make thee sick in smiting thee in making thee desolate because of thy sins these are a series of covenant curses found in Leviticus 26 and Deuteronomy 28. Thou shalt eat, but not be satisfied, and thy casting down, or thy hunger shall be in thy inward parts, shall be in the midst of thee, and thou shalt take hold, but thou shalt not deliver, and that which thou has, thou deliverest will I give up to the sword. Thou shalt sow, but thou shalt not reap. Thou shalt tread the olives, but thou shalt not anoint thee with oil and sweet wine, but thou shalt drink wine. For the statutes of Omri are kept and all the works of the house of Ahab, and ye walk in, in their councils, that I should make thee a desolation, and the inhabitants thereof a hissing. Therefore ye shall bear the reproach of my people. The people are wicked. Israel will not keep the law of the Lord, but they will keep the statutes of wicked kings, Omri and Ahab. For this the Lord will punish them. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.